following program contains mature content matter. Listener discretion is advised. Giant Monster Productions presents an original episodic series from Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Tales of the Monster Hunters podcast. Volume 1, Issue 8, El Primo. I ran as fast as my legs would carry me from the undead that pursued me relentlessly. As I turned to not paying attention to my surroundings, I ran into an alley and saw that it was a dead end stopping with no place to run. I took a deep breath and then turned to face the dozen or so zombies coming towards me knowing I only had five bullets left in the chamber. Nancy Muller. Boston 1964. Our episode begins Saturday evening in the washroom inside the Pizza Guys pizzeria. Bruno and Reggie are both standing at the urinals. Reggie is happily humming the opening theme from Cats, while Bruno is looking down between his legs when he looks over and begins to look at Reggie in the other stall. Um, Bruno, what are you doing? Hmm. Well, that looks normal. Bruno looks back down between his legs and then back down between Reggie's legs. Danger, stranger! Danger, stranger! Settle down. I'm just checking something out. Also, it's stranger danger, you fucking hyena. Bruno now turns away from Reggie, stepping back from the urinal. He turns down to check himself once more, and then exposes himself to Reggie, who is truly shocked by the turn of events. Tell me, does this look infected to you? What? That thing in my hand. Do I really have to tell you what it is? Does it look infected? Hearing Reggie's cries, Pat runs into the washroom and stops cold when he sees Bruno exposing himself to Reggie. What in the fuck is going on here? What do you think is going on? I'm thinking of a lot of things right now. Relax. I'm just asking Reggie if the general looks infected. You renamed it? Really? I had to give him a fuel promotion after banging that MILF Annie. Of course. Of course. What was I thinking? Now shut up a minute and let the man answer. Reggie, does it look infected? Don't look at him. Uh, Pat. Hey, hey. Eyes on the general. Well, for crying out loud, come on, Bruno. Put the field general away. You're gonna scar the fucking guy. Hurry. Nonu wants to see us now. Well, Nonu has to wait. I have a medical emergency. <sighs> Is there any discomfort at all? What? Is there any soreness, bleeding, irritation, anything to that effect? Hmm? Hmm? No. Has it swollen up at all? No. Then this doctor says you're fine. 100% fine. Now can you stop with this? Please, bastard. Bastard, get out here now. What the hell are you two, three doing back there? You're making one of those dirty pornographical movies, huh? Great. Now the old man is pissed. Good job, Reggie. Uh, how exactly is this my fault? Instead of worrying about danger, fucking stranger, you could just answer my question and have been done with it. Oh, for God's sakes, Bruno. Just put the fucking thing away, please. I don't think I should have to keep repeating myself. Put the field general away. It's stranger danger, by the way. What? Stranger danger? You said danger, stranger. Oh, someone's going to be in danger, smart guy. Reggie hurries behind Pat as Bruno follows the two out of the washroom into the kitchen where an angry Joe awaits. Oh, Dalyaka! Look, it's the three Stooges! Stooges! 
Rogeros, at least You finally decide to come and see Norno? Hey, congratulations, Reggie. You're no longer a dummy. Ow! Basta! He started it! <laughs> and he finished it! <laughs> Ouch! Can I start now? Or do I turn around and go into the kitchen and get the rolling pin, bring it out here, and make sure you're finished for good? Yes. Stasida, you gotta go out to do a hunt. Tonight? Are you serious? Tonight, are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Tonight. Tonight you have to go for the hunt. Yeah, well, I guess it looks like the field general is going to be zipped up in his tent tonight, eh? <laughs> no saluting for you, eh, Bruno? <laughs> Ouch! Can I keep talking now, huh? Huh? Yes. Yeah. A little mouse told me that there's some zombie trouble going on out there. You two must go out and stop it. Zombies? Where? The buy and save. You mean the buy and save superstore? No, I mean at the Taco Bell. Of course I mean that's the one. Are you stupid or something? But no, no. I was just there earlier today. I didn't notice any zombies going around at all. <sighs> they're there, trust the Nondo. When I tell you it's a there, he's a there. Does Nondo have any proof? Because, you know, it would be considered murder if you go around killing innocent people. Porca miseria, who is stubborn? Just like your mama. Stubborn, stubborn, stubborn. Listen to your nonno, huh? Joe reaches into his pocket for his phone and unlocks it. He then opens a recorded video and hands the phone to Bruno as Pat and Reggie gather around him and look at the paused image on the small screen. She bends in my friend, Bruce. The cheap fuck who never pays for his lunch? What about him? Bruce was just there half an hour ago, and I meant Judafa. And he says he swear, up and down, a visto uno zombie. Bring him back at the car to the corral. Joe hits play, and they all watch as a zombie, wearing a buy-and-save uniform, shambles towards the cart corral with faint moans and groans. Grabbing a line of carts, the zombie turns to take them away towards the store and moves out of frame. I hate to think what happened to the poor guy who used to wear that uniform. Well, Reggie, if it helps, I'm pretty sure the zombie ate his brains first, then snacked on his intestines before he took his clothes. And I'm pretty sure the guy suffered a lot. Go on, go on. Andiamo, vadivini. And don't waste a bullet. Questi cose costano lots of money. Use your knife, your fist, the baseball bat, anything. You have a new Android phone, which I'm sure is not cheap, and you're worried about us using a bullet to kill a zombie? Oh. Until you, you and you, all start to pay for the bullets out of your own pocket, come on me. Then, buddy, whatever the hell you want. Until then, you listen to Nonno. Kabish? Joe walks off towards the front of house as Pat shakes his head. Well, maybe if you weren't such a shitty shot, then maybe we wouldn't have to conserve ammo just like your grandfather keeps asking us to do. No, I think he's just fucking cheap. As if in response, Regero, who is laying down in the back office, barks at Bruno. <laughs> You're on fire today, huh, Bruno? Look what you just did. You got the demon dog all riled up. Congratulations, where to go? Uh, if the zombies are getting smarter, Pat, doesn't that mean they're going to be more difficult to kill? You know, I'd never say I agreed with you before, but yes, it is a safe bet. Bruno. Give him one of those dog biscuits. Don't worry, Reggie. They won't be interested in eating your brain. Why is that? In order for them to eat your brain, you have to have one first. 20 minutes later, Bruno, Pat, and Reggie are sitting inside of Chloe's car that is parked in the Buy and Save Superstore parking lot. Outside, 
The entire area is lit by lampposts in various states of disrepair. Why didn't you guys just take your grandfather's car? Eh, the beast is in the shop getting fixed. I don't know why he just doesn't put that old heap out of its misery and get another car. What for? It only has 250,000 kilometers on it. It's practically at half its life right now. Uh, please tell me again why you had to drag me down here. Why didn't you just call Naveen? <laughs> well, Naveen's out parking cars for uh, Prasad at some fancy schmancy party that's going on tonight. <laughs> <sighs> Why did you wait until 10.30 at night to do your shopping? Um, uh, yeah, well, uh, about that, uh, you see. What do you mean, about that? We ain't here to do any shopping, Chloe. You're not? No. Well, then why are we here? Zombie. Did he just say zombie? He did, Chloe. But don't worry. I won't let anything happen to you. Just slide on over here and sit on my lap and you'll be safe. I'd rather take my chance with the zombie. Isn't it cute how she plays hard to get? How do you even know there is a zombie here? It was a friend of my grandfather. He was down here and he noticed that there was a zombie collecting shopping carts. Okay, how can a zombie be collecting shopping carts without drawing any suspicion or panic, for that matter? It's passing itself off as a cart jockey. Who do you suspect anything? Zombies are brain dead. They don't have the capacity to even come up with something like that. Hmm, isn't that interesting? What is? It has more brain capacity to work than Bruno over there. Yeah. You know what else is funny? Uh, here we go. No, no, what? How you and a zombie have the same thing in common. And what's that? Both of your sex lives are dead. Oh my, aren't you funny, Mr. Exposing Yourself to Reggie over there? He did what? Don't worry about a thing, my enchantress. What happened with me and Reggie was a medical emergency, but I'm fine. Oh, great. I'll sleep better knowing that. Um, Bruno... Do you think this zombie has the ability to think? This one does. It's wearing a buy-and-save uniform. A thinking zombie? Oh, great. Don't worry, Bella. One shot to the head and it's lights out. What the fuck are you doing with that? You know what Nono said. No bullets. Put that away. Fuck that. I ain't getting up close and personal with him and just stick him in the brain. I'm popping them one in the head. More like a bag of popcorn. Pop, 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 pop. Your aim is terrible. Don't criticize my aim, Mr. Lazy. I've seen the toilet seat after you've used the bathroom with the lights off. Oh, I don't mean to interrupt this disturbing matter, but what is the game plan here? You just hang out by this cart corral until the zombie comes to collect the carts when it gets full? Uh, hey guys, you know there's more than one cart corral, right? Thank you, Captain Obvious. And just what do you geniuses plan to do with the body or bodies of the zombies after you've killed them. I mean, you can't just leave them here. We brought body bags to put them in. When we get back to the pizzeria, Reggie is going to use lye to melt their bodies. I am? Oh, great. Dead zombie in my trunk. This night just keeps getting better and better. You're preaching to the choir, sister. I was looking forward to having some prime rib at the playroom. You were going to eat the food at a strip club? Damn right. Dinner and a show. And then he wonders why the little general might get infected. There are still quite a few folks coming out of the store. I know, right? Why do people wait to go shopping at this time of night? Well, 
You guys better be discreet when taking this zombie or zombies out so you don't get noticed. We know it's undead, but to all these people, it'll look like murder if they see you. Hey, don't worry. It's us. <laughs> yeah, that's what worries me. You're listening to Tales of the Monster Hunters podcast. All issues available to listen to wherever you get your podcasts. New issues bi-weekly. Chloe watches as the three get out of her car and begin to make their way across the parking lot. Well, this doesn't look that bad. Seems to me that the parking lot's starting to thin out there, huh? I hear you, Pat. The sooner we get this done, the sooner I can go and enjoy my roast beef. What the fuck, bro? Are you crazy? Why are you still holding the gun for? Because I'm making a fashion statement. Put that fucking gun down. With your luck, you'll shoot, you'll miss a zombie, and bang, you'll hit one of these poor, misunderstanding pedestrians just walking by. Put the fucking gun away now. I ain't putting the gun away, so save your bad breath. Um, guys? You're making a big, big mistake, buddy, if you think I'm going to let you use that gun. Guys. You're a mistake. Guys. What? Look. Bruno and Pat turn to see the zombie with the telltale buy-and-sell uniform shambling towards them. Showtime. Bruno raises the gun and takes aim, but Pat quickly walks in front of his brother, much to his disappointment, and with an ice pick in hand, sprints over and sticks the zombie in through its eye, dropping it to the ground. Are you crazy? What the fuck were you thinking? I could have shot you. Not with your aim, you weren't. Oh, boy, he smells. I wonder how long he was dead for. Sorry, we didn't get a chance to ask it. Blame Zoro for that. Wow, you killed that zombie. You sound like you had your doubts. I did. Okay, listen, guys, before we draw any more attention to ourselves, we need to bag that zombie and get him into the trunk of the car. Reggie! Reggie frowns, then takes the body bag from Pat and begins to put the zombie inside as the others stand guard. Think that is the only one? Don't you? Come on, Bruno. Is it ever that easy? Reggie, come on, hurry up. Get that zombie into the trunk of the car. While me and Bruno go take a look around and see if there's any more zombies kicking around. Well, at the very least, can't get any worse. Bruno and Pat begin to walk away, looking over towards the other car corral on the opposite side of the parking lot. Seeing that it is not full, Pat shakes his head as the two cut across the parking lot towards the third car corral. When they reach it, they see it is almost full, and then, looking across at the other car corral opposite from where they stand, they see it is almost full as well. Where are they? Maybe it's just the one. Let's get out of here. Oh, shit. <sighs> oh, shit, what? Pat points ahead at the approaching zombie, who has suddenly stopped when it noticed them. Is that... is that a female zombie? Really? Did you think there were only male zombies? Oh, no. Did she just stop? The zombie turns and begins a clambering run in the opposite direction. Is it running from us? Maybe if you give me a chance, I could answer you. Since when do zombies run? Here's an idea. Once we catch it, you can ask it. Bruno and Pat pursue the zombie as it continues its awkward flight along the length and side of the building, at last seeing it turn and shamble away behind the buy and save. <sighs> Holy fuck! Should she be moving this fast? As Bruno and Pat turn and begin to run behind the building, they stop when they see not just the zombie they were chasing, but seven more zombies all wearing buy-and-save uniforms. What the fuck? What the fuck? No, 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 Magellan. I think what you meant to say is we're fucked. You should have left me. 
alone. It talks? Of course I can talk. Bruno, while you're at it, why don't you just ask it to sign next? I am not going back. Hold up, whoa. What do you mean you're not going back? Who cares where? I can put a hole in her fucking head. Bruno raises the gun and fires, missing the zombies in front of him. Bruno, you asshole. I told you not to use that gun. Now no one's going to be pissed off at you for using it and at me for not stopping you. Good going. Really? That's your biggest concern right now? What should concern you two is what is about to happen next. The other zombies begin to shamble towards and encircle the two brothers. As the zombies draw closer, Pat raises his ice pick as Bruno draws his knife and they take defensive positions. Well, they kill me. I want to hear the old man bust my balls. Look at you, huh? <laughs> Always the positive. Pat now steps around the first zombie and sticks it in the side of its head, sending it to the ground. As Bruno sidesteps an attack and sticks the zombie in the back of its head, the remaining zombies back off and then form a circle around Pat and Bruno, who look on in amazement. You are trapped. You cannot escape. Damn it, they've cut us off. Wow, really? You know, that's what I miss most about you. Your keen sense of deduction. How in the fuck are you gonna miss me if you're dead too? Huh, genius? You'll be dead before me, so have that time before they eat me to mourn you. But before the zombies can attack, shots ring out, and one by one, each of the five zombies' heads explode and fall to the ground. The remaining zombie looks dimly into the area behind the twins and runs away as a figure emerges from the shadows. Bruno! Bruno, are you okay? I'm not dead, am I? Who the hell took all those zombies out? They both turn as they hear the approaching footsteps and see a man standing in the lamplight. He's wearing a faded sheepskin leather jacket over top of a black shirt above faded blue jeans and black ankle-length combat boots. The man has long black wavy hair and brown eyes with a Baldo-style beard and a small scar across his left cheek. Bruno and Pat raise their arms as the man stops in front of them. The twins watch as the man surveys the damage he has wrought and in the direction of the zombie he is yet to kill. A shame. The other zombies got away. Um, hello? Who are you? And just how did you know where to find us? Your grandfather sent me. Our grandfather, Joe Domenico, he, he sent you to come and find us? Yes, I am Batista Santino Carlos Aguero. Wow, your parents got carried away when they were naming you, but all your name still doesn't tell us who you are. I am your cousin. To be continued. Next time on Tales of the Monster Hunters podcast. Can you repeat that, please? Did you say you're our cousin? See, primos, I think it is best if we leave and go and talk to your grandfather. Well, at least it couldn't get any worse. Maybe they're not responsible for all the monsters, but they're responsible for one I know of. You have been listening to Tales of the Monster Hunters podcast, created by Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Directed and produced by Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Cover art by Enzo Ferrara. Written by Antonio Ferrara. This issue starred Enzo Ferrara as Joe and Pat, Antonio Ferrara as Bruno and Bautista, Ashley Tyler as the zombie, Roberta Jackson as Chloe and Paul Cairns as Reggie. Narrated by Chris Walker. Editing and music by Alexander Ferrara. Coming on Monday, July 3, 2023. Tales of the Monster Hunters, Issue 9. Dicamento. This presentation of Tales of the Monster Hunters. 
has been brought to you by Giant Monster Productions. Copyright 2023. To contact Giant Monster Productions, email them at giantmonsterprod at hotmail.com. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please follow and subscribe. Thank you for listening.